Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review. And what does it sound like when an underprepared Reeks has to do an intro? Well, it sounds like this. Joining me this week are, of course, Ancient Dan, Super Mario on crack, Chris, <laughs> Peter Slovenly and worse off air, if you can believe it, than he is on air, <laughs> and sexual deviant side Joining us this week to watch a movie I haven't seen and to do a top five I haven't prepared for, which is, I can remember footballers, so I could probably contribute to this. It's footballers who've been on... Footballers TV are, yeah, and in, adverts in and movies TV, and stuff. adverts, that sort of thing, yeah. And then, really excitingly, we've got Daniel Kaluuya's Kaluuya? Kaluuya? Is that how you yeah, pronounce yeah, it? His co-directorial debut, which I really wanted to see, Netflix's The Kitchen, starring Ian Wright as well, one of my all-time heroes and the first football name I ever had on the back of my shirt. And we've also got radioactive dildo Mr. Blobby. Uh, <laughs> blob, blob. <laughs> there he is wow. joining us this week as we watch him humiliate Garth Crooks in something I enjoyed way more this time than when I probably first watched it. Yeah. Um, well, can I congratulate you on an intro <laughs> straight from, from the hip? Yeah. That is good. You, you're just here for the Toblerone and the cheese then, I guess. Are you? Yeah, I'm just yeah. bringing vibes this week. Yeah. We've got, uh, I know I'm looking forward to when we get to talk about all our selections got a lot. that we've got because we God, have that's been, gonna take some time to we've get been gifted um, a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff because Chris, you have returned from the Far East. I have, yes. Good. Uh, Yes, it was very good. Uh, I, I've never been to Thailand and we're definitely going to go again. Yeah. I've nice. heard so many things and I, I, you know, when you have an opinion in your head kind of already, but I didn't expect it to be that good. Mm. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and especially because it was so hot and everything was just easy and nice. Yeah. You're always banging on about how brilliant it is there as well. It is, you? as Chris said, it's it's warm, it's easy, it's it's nice. It's got beer. They, they've got beer, they've got Cold sun. Yeah. The food's great. Food's yeah, the food is great. great, the people are nice, it's, it's yeah. safe. There's very little to complain about yeah. over yeah. there. And yeah, as opposed to being in this room with you guys, mm. whereas... It's hotter know, in here. See how we can all relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did you uh, watch any aeroplane movies while you were... I did. So travel. many of them. Oh, and what if, did you see? I've watched Tenet. Right. Mm. I've watched The Creator. Wait, go back. Tenet, what did you think of that? Do you watch that in an airplane? Yeah. The best place for it, I think, to yeah. see a movie like that. <laughs> Tenet. Tenet. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you already can't understand... <laughs> Well, like I had earphones, so. but uh, to be fair, that wouldn't have helped. To be fair, the the subtitles I I didn't have subtitles because they were either in Thai or in Chinese, right? Mm. So I couldn't really understand everything from it. So it was really confusing, yeah. Especially towards confusing. the end, yeah. I I will say the thing that I always say, and I know it's annoying, but it was longer than it should. They didn't have mm. to make it that long. I kind of perfect for an airplane though because you want to stick yeah exactly but but by the end when they yeah. again move back in time and they did again that and I was just like fucking I'll just, just shoot me now <laughs> so I, I get it I, I already see what's happening here yeah but by the time they were already kind of these things flying and they were going back again and then forward again and back again I was just like, yeah. when you want the plane to crash because you hate the movie that much I didn't hate it I just thought this is now I understand what will happen when there was already half an hour to go it was a really good idea, I thought, that just didn't didn't execute it brilliantly, I don't think. Yeah, it was it was as as an idea it was concept brilliant. Was and cool. the concept and everything yeah. and they to a point they did it really well. Yeah. But then it kinda just kept 
I didn't understand a lot of it, if I'm completely honest with you. Uh, there was like, a lot of it looked really cool, and the going backwards in time thing was pretty excellent to watch. But yeah, it was baffling a lot of the time. But that's why I, I kind of agree with that. Mm. Wow. And then I watched the creator. Okay. Yeah. Which is with the same guy, the actor, the main character. Uh, the black guy, From I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Denzel Washington's, what's his name? George. Dave, Dave, David Washington, is it? Yeah. Uh, is it his son? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't know He's that. a cool guy. He is, no, he's cool. But yeah. again, the, uh, the creator, got another one that is a bit. Mm. Oh, That's was, Neil Blomkamp. It was all right, but I don't know. I didn't, Did you, anything you liked or would recommend that you saw on the play? Um, not, uh, do you know what? I watched the Oscar de la Hoya documentary, the HBO documentary right. on Oscar mm. de la Hoya. And, there's loads of things that I didn't know and growing up I kind of liked Oscar De La Hoya mm. as a boxer I, I'm not a boxer myself but I knew he won loads of fights and it was he was good to watch he had a like a front hook or whatever it was it was a cool documentary to watch it was mm. a two part so that was good I pretty much copied my style from Oscar De La Hoya did you and so yeah. dangerous in the ring I watched a movie with John Cena which was really shit with Pete in it Freelance no. Freelance Oh yeah, Freelance. it's on Prime at the moment. I keep thinking about watching it. I quite like John Cena, so you you, you nearly get to see his dick as well. Oh man, it <laughs> oh, sounded good. Wow, then. Okay. Maybe, so, maybe on the plane version you don't get to see it, but in the real one, yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, More on that next week. There was I watched uh, Moneyball. Oh great, which was that was, uh, but I've seen it before, so that would have been a highlight. But I did see it before. Um, I've watched the Six Nations thing on Netflix, like a it's like a I haven't series. Seen the Five Nations. <laughs> it's a series about the rugby. No, I watched that, and I'm trying to think if there's something else. There was definitely something else, but you know when you watch so many of them that they just kind of all blend into one. Yeah. And I've met. I watched American Made with uh, Tom Cruise, mm. which is the story of uh, Barry Seal. The CIA guy, wasn't it? The, yeah, well, kind uh, the, of. Is it mm. the drug run? Yes, yeah. Well, the drug I've run seen that. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was, I thought it was quite good. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, I'm just um, going to interrupt you for a quick words from our that? sponsors and partners. This is a yuppie gummy pizza. There's five slices in every yuppie gummy pizza. <laughs> Get yours at any yuppie gummy shop. Well, thank you for that message. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, any, anyone else wants to. to yeah, no, any other sponsors? Is that a Bad Dad sponsored, or is it you who sponsored? No, that's Bad Dad. They, bad they sponsored. We got a few others here. That well, yeah, listen, listen out for the, for those messages, folks. Yeah. Well, all I'd like to say, based on what I've been doing for the last three, four weeks since I've been on, is my name is Peter, and I am a <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey aholic. A couple of weeks back, three weeks or so ago, Sidey gave me his copy of, of Super Mario Odyssey to play on my son's Nintendo Switch. For my son's sons to play on their Nintendo Switch. And I have, it's completely taken over my life. I'm now over 600 moons in. <laughs> my six-year-old son, Charlie, has completed it, got the final moon in the darker side, something Sidey couldn't do. So he's, he's been, he's been toppled, by, by a six toppled by a six-year-old who wow. I actually filmed him getting the last moon and he fucking loses it. It's amazing how excited he got. He's completely like, he doesn't go to school anymore. We've put, taken him out of school so he can concentrate <laughs> on, on that. On his full time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all I've been doing. But I cannot believe that I've got to this stage in my life and not experienced this game. It is fucking incredible. I was saying to Sidey on the way down here that sometimes in the worlds I just climb up to the highest bit and just pan around and just look mm. at the at the the view and the splendor and vastness um, yeah. like mind-blowingly amazingly brilliant and it's mario as well which is right up my alley so yeah next as soon as 
Once I bring out a new one of these, you will not hear from me for six months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that's soon. You, you, <laughs> Reeks, well, you no, I haven't had a lot anything? of time no. recently, but what time I have had, I have been watching Jack Reacher. So Maybe I reach good. around. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we was out, weren't we, Side? We hit we the out. capital. Yeah, we were out in the res on, on Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah. It, we got thrown out just one place, I think. Just, um, one, yeah, just one pretty early on as well. Pretty early got on. Thrown. Yeah, yeah. Of Planet Pool, yeah. Um, we left Drunk of our own volition. Like, point, of, no. point of order, we left of our we own volition. Right. We'd, we'd been for... I wasn't even drinking. We'd been <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. No, nor had I. Yeah. Hardly, no, that was so was a judge. And then we went out to various other places with various other people and did various other things. Oh, so yeah. that, that sounds, sounds fun, great. doesn't it? So it ticked every, we, yeah. every box was yeah. ticked. And then Saturday morning was so much fun. Honestly, we were just... Like, gliding around skipping around. skipping yeah. skipping we was yeah so that was good fun but i did watch something it's more luther that's what i've been watching has any of you guys seen that luther show at the very BBC? start of season one and uh, not no more it's not that. bad it's, it's i mean Idris Elba, that's him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no yeah, he's he's, he's really it. good at it. he wears the same jacket all the time and now i've I've really liked one, that one jacket. jacket no, I want to find that jacket. And in the last one, he threw it overboard into the no. into the Thames, and then he turned up with another jacket just like it because he's got like a wardrobe oh, with the God. same jackets. Um, last week we did a top five, but we didn't put it out to the masses for a contribution because it was frankly nonsensical. Yeah, yeah, a load of buffoonery. Uh, but we had fun with it. But it was what was it? Dad jokes slash trivia verse. Questions. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think we've waffled on for long enough. We just get on with this week's, yeah? Let's do it. Top five football cameos, but football league. Yeah, it does. It does. You got so, very uppity about right. So straight because if I say football and fucking Americans start jumping on, I mean like, oh yeah, like like NFL or whatever. Like absolutely not. No, but like, that, not that, having we, that. We could have had loads of really. You good know what they're like, the Americans. And I'm not. I'm not having. I'm not accepting any of them. Don't even try and get them past me. If not even American, Joe Namath. Who? Joe Namath in the Simpsons. I don't know who that is. Steering. Anyway, so this was this was association football players, soccer players, if you want, but we know it and the rest and most of the world know it as, as football players. And it could be it doesn't have to be cameos, it could be they could be the stars, they could be the leads. Yeah. What I was trying to avoid is just like oh Ronaldo, because he's in the film about Ronaldo and oh, yeah, that kind that. of stuff. Like, oh, that's so me, this Dan. is this is I, I, I thought I'd throw adverts in there because there's been quite a lot of amusing adverts. Oh, um, loads of adverts, from, yeah, from down the down the years. So TV shows, films, and adverts. Well, why don't you give us feature. an example, Pete? Just... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Let me just get get my list up. Vinnie Jones in yeah. Lock, Stock, <laughs> and Two Smoking Barrels. Just Vinnie uh, Jones in general, in it. Yeah, he, he, well, that's it. Vinnie's been. Well, that was his first one, wasn't it? As a, as but an I actor. think he was he was. Came straight into this Guy Ritchie film. Everybody was slightly taking the piss that any footballer could try to be an actor or anything, especially such a, a piss poor footballer as It wasn't Vinny a huge Jones. leap for him, though, was it? But he yeah, played play type to yeah. character as he was on the football pitch. He was. Um, I mean, you could say he was hard man. as a footballer for his whole career. Yeah, and he, he had um, good charisma, let's be honest. And, and he absolutely it. smashed this. He was brilliant in it. And I think it really gave him the base and that. The, the platform in, in which to, to you know... Uh, to become Juggernaut become, uh, in the uh, X-Men series. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He, he's, he's done well for himself. Let's, let's I, I think be honest, he's to... probably made more money from films than he did. Oh, for... easily, yeah, yeah. But going, going back to, to, to Lockstock, I think 
you know, yes, he does put in a, a, a surprisingly good performance because yeah. everyone knew he was going to be in it, but no one really knew a huge amount of yeah. that guy. Richie wasn't a household name. We knew it was a bit of a, yeah. almost like an indie kind of like film yeah. at Absolutely. the time. Yeah. With, you know, one, but there was some recognizable sort of cameos in it and Vinnie Jones was certainly one of them. A bit more what, than a cameo. I mean, well, of course. A, yeah, no, he's actually like a, got a, a, a significant part of the plot, and, but, the, but the script is brilliant. The supporting cast is brilliant. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, he was lucky in the sense that that was his first break into the film make your world. own luck in this game and it Pete. was it was an absolute hit and and he, and he took he took that chance what i would say is by the time snatch came out I, his acting has gone up two yeah. three notches already he's yeah, just, who was he in snatch he put it to tony mm. like fucking clark he starts mm. off reintroduced with like slamming a guy's That's head right, in a door yeah, yeah. That, that you know yeah. picking up from from lockstock but Straight away, he's more kind of like animated. I know his his character is a little bit more animated because his character is just a fucking mean motherfucker in in Lockstock. But there's a couple of. So you see his son in this one, do you? Is that... In Lockstock, he's got he travels he moves around with his son, little Chris, is his yeah. son in in Lockstock. But yeah, he's gone on to hold his own. He's not just been a, a like a total figure of ridicule. I think for I, a little while, I think quite he... a lot of people probably would have liked him to have failed. But he's made a he's success done quite of well. it. No, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. good on him. And I think he has actually been in other more challenging roles since then. He's taken on. He's a lot tried of Shakespeare. To, and exactly, yeah. you know, so, but no, I think he, you put him up as one of the finer footballer come actors yeah. that we've seen. Um, Beat that. Well, very quickly, there's another footballer who makes a cameo in Snatch. Anyone else? Anyone know who that is? No. I'm going to look at Reed. Is it Ian Wright? No. He's a bouncer at the club where they, they go in to, to find Bullet Tooth, Tony, Avi, and someone goes in. Or it might actually be Mike, uh, is it Mike Reed's character. Anyway, there's a bouncer on the door, Arsenal, former Arsenal player, but previously a Tony Spurs. Oh. Sol Campbell. Sol Campbell. is one of the bouncers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure nice. he has a speaking part, but. Okay. Where are we going? Clockwise or anti-clockwise from, from Christian. Daniel? Chris, Cockwise. I've got uh, David Beckham in Guy Ritchie's King Arthur. Yeah. So I've not seen this film. Have you not? Guy Ritchie loves a footballer in his mm. movies. Well, they're he? big, big pals. They have, I don't know if it's a chain of pubs, but they, they're definitely Bex and, and Rich. G. Rich. They have pubs and they have their own beers. I don't know if it's brewed for them, but they, they're, so he okay. will like lean into their friendship to get David in a film. And um, yeah, I I don't believe this was as routinely and roundly applauded as no, I don't think so. As others, Do, yeah, have you, I, has anybody I, actually seen? I've it? seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. So how how it's not as good as I really like Guy Ritchie as a director. Yeah. I like most of his movies, not all yeah. of them. Obviously, Revolver is difficult to understand, yeah. but which I still enjoyed. But this is one of them that he, I think, he tried a little bit too hard to be too elaborated as a plot and as a movie for what a King Arthur movie mm. is, Beckham, in my opinion. Beckham, he looks great in stills. Yeah, and yeah, he was a good player, and. He looks good in the photo. Yeah, but as soon as he opens his mouth, he's not great when he talks. Does he have yeah. a speaking part? He in? does. Yeah, he and he has a face is burned with acid or something. Yeah. Does he? But it's yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's I got like a that, fairly sort of distinctive like Essex kind it, of. Like... He's a bit. It, well, he sounds like that as well. But he's got a part where he's one of the guardians of the sword. Yeah, and he kind of sits there and chats. And when whatever his name is, the blonde guy, the Arthur. I think his mm -hmm. name maybe 
<laughs> when he tries to take the the sword out of the stone, yeah. Beckham was like, ah, hurry up, whatever, with that kind of voice. <clears throat> and he he says maybe like six, seven words. Okay. And I do he, like him, though, Beckham. Yeah, I like oh, him. Beckham's a, a legend. Well, well, he did, I really uh, like him. He did a sort of, you know, when they do like comic relief, they'll do like sketches from other shows. Like, or only Fools. There was an Only Fools and Horses one, and he was actually quite good in that because his accent lends itself mm, to it's that, appropriate. that yeah. Yeah, sort of setting or whatever. Did he and do I, the fall through the thing? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and it, it like that was kind of like more enjoyable and be, believable. I can't really imagine him in. Be in no anything. good for the wire or something like that. Not really, or no. Sopranos, no, like sort of gritty drama. I like him. He's a. He seems like a decent guy. Yeah. you know, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah, fucking works hard, but yeah, you know. But yeah, just like, let me look at you. There's, there's not enough acting lessons in the world. I don't yeah. think that would make him a yeah. a, a, a serial actor. Mm. Um. Right, so what have I got? Bizarrely, even though I came up with this, is I'm aware of a lot of cameos, but I haven't seen a lot of the films. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll talk about what I might do is start off with a few adverts, just to kind of yeah, kind of like substitute anything I'm offering. I think is an advert. Tonight. Okay, so where can we, we can start with? Well, we've got the Walker's Crisps advert, which is obviously adverts. Which yeah. is, there was a whole series of them. So it was it was Gary Lineker. They obviously started changing the names of crisps to things like Salt and Lineker. Yeah, and see yeah. what they did there. The most sort of memorable ones really were like there was the Gaza one. Where Gaza sat behind him in the stadium and and cries and he's trying to steal the crisps from yeah. from Gary yeah. Lineker and then eventually he like crushes his hand in the crisp packet and Gaza starts crying all yeah. over like yeah. Pat sending himself up and then there's another one bizarrely with Roy Keane in it where Lineker lands in the middle of like some Irish festival and there's some kind of like leprechaun slash goblin thing that chases him down a back alley and then and he steals all his crisps and it turns out to be Roy Keane. Wow. Which, I can't believe Roy Keane would actually do that. Mm. Yeah. So th th I saw a program that, because he's done something recently where he's like dressed up as a clown. And I think what he's done is anytime he's done any kind of things like that or whatever, he's always insisted, it, when it, when he's been convinced to do it by his agent or whatever, yeah. he's always insisted that the money, any money he gets goes charity. to charity. Right, so okay. well, folks, basically, yeah. he doesn't want to look like a bell end. For his and own. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair so at least that's kind of fair enough. Yeah. But I'm sure there were there were other. Anyone else remember anyone else in the in the Walkers adverts other than Lineker? Probably one with Hanson at some point. I think that yeah. I think Hanson might have got involved. That was it. And then there was a, another one. Famously, the Pizza Hut advert. Yeah. Or the penalty um, misses. Not long after 90, Euro '96, when it's still too soon. Well, I was at the game. Yeah. I was actually at the game. How can they laugh at that? I yeah. don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> make, I'm making a few mil. Yeah, yeah, Fuck oh, you, yeah. I missed the pen. But it, the, the, the fun part about it is the fact that they've got Pierce and Waddle there who are obviously famously missed penalties in, in 90. It just makes it even worse. Well, Pierce has got saved, didn't it? But uh, who ballooned it? Waddle. Waddle, 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 Waddle is still yeah, going. He stuck it out of the stadium, yeah. He went for stats. But they were kind of, you know saying like trying to pull Gareth through he's got a paper bag on his head at the yeah. beginning and they're in Pizza Hut and they're trying to make him feel mm. better with a pizza and then Southgate hilariously walks off and, and bangs his head and like oh he's at the post mm. yeah it was too soon though it was yeah. he got, still he too got soon cut down. and now he's the England football manager mm. so yeah. he's turned it full circle yeah Reeks well I think of the Brazilian football team advert Yoga Bonito. 1998. Yep. And those amazing, you know, Roberto Carlos. It's Masquinata. Kaka, yes. Sergio Mendes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Bonito. Yoga Bonito was the series of Nike ads that had the 
Brazilian football team. It's got Cantona like, on the monitor, yeah, and then they're doing different bits. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love to. I can remember the one at the airport with like the conveyor belt and everything, yeah. and they're just like doing keeper. It's like, again. How many people do you think tried replicating that? Like lads on tour, <laughs> Brits have got a football under one arm, like waiting there for There are bag. other like football adverts all the time there, but something about that one in yeah. particular, that combination of that team and that music and all that stuff, it was yeah, really good. And similarly iconic was Kevin Keegan with the sugar puff. Do you remember him? <laughs> honey monster. It was the honey monsters, yeah. It was a honey monster. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. I watched it t- I rewatched it today. I didn't he, get the chance. I wanted to I can remember subs, it, but yeah, he subs high. Honey Monster, on. that's right, yeah. And then he like rides, a big header. He does like a massive yeah. header. Oh, no, it might be a bikey. Might actually be a bikey that he's got. like Pele's in Escape to Victory. Yeah, but e- even better than that is there was another Sugar Puffs advert with Peter Schmeichel in, where <laughs> oh, Schmeichel gets great injured and it, and he hands he, he goes to hand Honey Monster his gloves and Honey Monster doesn't want them because obviously he's got massive hairy hands yeah. and he does a Rene Higuita style scorpion. That's right, yeah, to save it and then. He starts eating a sugar puff. Yeah. I still remember to this day, Peter Schmeichel then walking in and going, hey, monster, where's mine? <laughs> it sounds like, sounds like Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah. It's one of the great, terrible things in life that Peter Schmeichel didn't name his kid Michael. Yes. Yeah, like the Neville's pair, Gary and yeah. Phil's Neville, Neville. Neville. Talking of big monsters with hairy hands, uh, Stan Collymore. Yeah, was in a movie. Basic Instinct Two. He was in Basic yeah. Instinct Two. I've seen it. And did he fuck Sharon Stone in it? Yeah, he did gets she kill she killed. Kill he gets killed. Yeah, yeah. He'd also battered Eureka at this point as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all bad, really. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not. He's, he's he's right at the beginning of the film, isn't he? Now, he, now he'll try and give some sort of level-headed sort of punditry and opinions on on like matters, and you think, oh, fuck he's off, still a bit trolly, because he's, he's on talk for a long time. Yeah. Though. Yeah. 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 Yeah, do get very good play. Dogging a lot, wasn't he? Into, yeah, yeah, he, he got into that. dogging. Yeah, it's, it's not... sort of dogging in the movie, if I remember it correctly. He t- Does he die in a car in as well? Car. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. yeah, like, yeah. Where life imitates art, imitates mm. life. Yeah. Well, we talked about uh, Escape to Victory, which had a, a whole host of mm. football stars in it in the midweek, from Pele to our dealers to to the great West Ham legend Bobby Moore, but Eric. Cantona. Mm. He was a more modern footballer who who actually took to the 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 silver screen, left football early, and he did a film called uh, Looking for Eric, which was Loach film. Yeah, mm. yeah, and it wasn't bad. You know, it's it, the it guy was, sort of seeing him in visions, isn't he? That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a guy who's obsessed with United and Eric, and and would it's see good. him and ask for advice and things. And Eric will visit him as as some kind of force through the through the film. He was also in a film called Elizabeth. And and one that that I only really have found out now, but I have actually seen the film, The Theory of Everything. Frank mm. LaBeouf. Oh, Frank just LaBeouf. Frank LaBeouf's in that, is he? He's yeah. in The Theory of Everything. I saw Frank that. LaBeouf. So I read that today. Who's seen The Theory of Everything? I have. I haven't. But yeah. I don't remember seeing so, uh, Frank LaBeouf. So he's a Swiss doctor who tells Hawking's wife that he may never talk again. Yeah, he's That's he's, he's only got a flag in it, but yeah. he's uh, a small part in it. He's, I, I, he's, I've um, not seen it, but I didn't know that Frank LaBeouf can act. He's here. He's there. Yeah. He won't let us swear. Frank LaBeouf. Frank LaBeouf. <laughs> exactly. So you got any more there, Chris? 
I've got Asterix and Obelix at the Olympic Games. It's a French film. Yeah. And it's got Easy. our friend from earlier, David Beckham and Dan. Is it the one with Zlatan in it as well? No, that that's, a a different, that's a different he, one. Yeah, that's a different one. He makes an appearance in a different one. Okay. But I think he's got a reasonable part, Zlatan, in one of the Asterix films. Yeah. I think he's, he's, like is, a, he's like not a, a, a Roman warrior yes. sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can see Zlatan like, turning. Yeah. Zizu's uh, like an emperor or something, isn't he? No, yeah, he's, a, he's a, an Egyptian deal. kind of pharaoh or demigod yeah. or something yeah. like that. Which is, and he's got the makeup and and yeah. the whole thing on his head. It's quite. I mean, obviously for and it's for a French film that has they have footballers, they have fighters, kickboxers, all sorts of kind of sounds a bit of a celebrity own goal to me. Uh, <laughs> he's also in an episode of Family Guy where he does the headbutt. But sadly, it wasn't actually him doing the the voice mm. acting for it. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Um, so my next one, again, another film I haven't seen, but I, I found out about in, in my research. And clearly, I mean, despite having won three Serie A titles as a player, two European Cups as a player, and also f- he's won leagues in five different countries and four Champions Leagues in total, but the the crowning sort of glory in Carlo Cedar? Ancelotti's oh. history is a 1983 film, Italian film called The World of Don Camillo, which is an Italian film about a priest who coaches the local town football team against like the evil of the the other teams. They're called the Devils, and I think oh. this it might be a comedy. But Ancelotti plays a part in that, presumably as a, as a footballer. There's, I don't know if this has been mentioned on the pod before, but I feel like I knew this, but had forgotten about it. And then I found out again today. The film The Fifth Element contains yeah. a 16-year-old who then went on to become a, a professional footballer. Reasonable now. He's got the best nickname in the whole of football. Fitz oh, Hall? Fitz one Hall. size fits Hall. Yeah. All right. He is in... The Fifth Element. That's a great fact. Yeah, factoid. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think it's a speaking part, but he is. He. It is a, a a cameo, and and then another film I haven't seen, but I absolutely want to watch when I'm I'm looking at the the cast. So this is Kickboxer Retaliation. Seen it. You've seen it. So yeah, this has so got Ronaldinho in it. Of course it does. Yeah. 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 And and he and his character's name is Ronaldo. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which isn't a massive like removal. But the cast includes Mike Tyson, Haftor Bjornsson, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Christopher yeah. Lambert. I yeah. mean, who doesn't wow. want to watch? We should do that for the pod. Have think, you seen it? Yeah. And is it good? It's not one of the better ones, <laughs> no. Uh, it, it, and Van Damme's still like Durand or Durand or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he's blind. Jukes. He's been blinded yeah. in it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should revisit that for... It's been a while. Maybe we should revisit that for the pod. Um, Is Ronaldinho any good? Well, you didn't remember who was in it, so he can't be that memorable. Well, maybe we should take a shot at glory because um, (laughs) Robert Duval and Ali McCoist were in the same film together. And (laughs) it, yeah, obviously, Michael Keaton as well. Um, He plays an ex-Celtic player. Can't believe he would do that. Entangled in a complicated love affair with his new coach's daughter. Uh, and McCoist is like a Highlander Marlon Brando, is the, the reports mm. that I read. <laughs> Kill Nocky so, FC. Uh, yeah, that, that's. Um, I've not seen the film. I've got to say, I think Ali McCoist is my favourite co commentator. Yeah, he's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Uh, of, it's just, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he is very good. Yeah. He's with Scottish accents. The thing I read about that one, because I've not seen that film, it does sound amazing. In a film with such vaunted stars as Robert Duvall and Michael Keaton, the Scotsman is somehow the best actor in it. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. Wow. So yeah, that's a strong easy, easy. recommend. Yeah. 
Um, go, is it? Well, it was I'll, it was your go, Riggs, but Dan just bizarrely. It's chaos tonight. Couldn't, yeah. it's chaos. Couldn't, I'm, I'm Riggs, fired up. Well, I'm running dry. I tell you what, I Strictly Come Dancing is a show that I don't really watch. Never watched more than fifteen or twenty minutes of it, but a lot of people do like it. And Tony Adams, former Arsenal England footballer, was he was one of the jokey contestants, on and that. he shambled his way to about four or five rounds yeah. with Katia. He's yeah. completely lost it though, Tony. So it's it's hard. It's tough to Still see in Tony Arsenal. Adams. Legend, I know this sounds really bad, but I preferred him when he was like an, an, an alcoholic, yeah. like violent thug mm. to the kind of like weird poet piano playing. Well, low like, tie man, lost it. Guy. And, uh, sorry, just one quick. Oh, have you got a fact? No, no, go for it. No, no, well, no, a uh, former Norwich winger, Rule Fox, played Michael Corleone in The Godfather. So <laughs> that's my other fact. <laughs> um, Not everybody knows that. No, no. I'll rattle through my last few. You took Ali McCoy's off me there, Dan. Robbie Keane. Robbie um, Keane. Yeah, Spurs player. He just terrible. Once appeared in Mrs. Brown's Boys, that fucking... That is the single worst thing that's ever been on a television. Oh, Chris Powell's in Ted Lasso. There you go. That's the other one. Uh, Mrs. Brown Boys, can we just say that that should be just fucking napalmed into oblivion? I've never watched more than about two or three minutes Robbie Keane's got plenty about him. I like like, Robbie. It's like some sort of hideous, like, Butlin's cabaret fucking bullshit it, my dad it. loves it I think. my mum loves it yeah the in-laws will really love it i don't get it yeah, it's um graham soonest was in an episode of the boys from the black stuff neymar was in triple x the reserve the return of xander cade i've seen that as well neymar and, was also in money heist you okay, know the, yeah, the netflix yeah. the spanish netflix thing and Jerry Barton is uh, a prick. Appeared, yeah, he's a legend. Appeared he's a on an episode of Question Time because he fancies himself as some fucking scholar, but he's just a fucking mm. dick. We we had the Icelandic film that was made by a footballer as well. Remember that? We yeah, what? Secret. Yeah, Hannes Hanris. Hanri- we were supposed Hanri- to talk Hanri- to him. <laughs> yeah, and then our equipment got all fucked up. And also, well, on that note, something else. Summer of '92. That didn't have any real footballers, or did it? Don't oh, know, I don't but know, it, but that, that wasn't. I remember the because we did it for the pod, didn't we? But mm. the, the the actual football segments weren't too bad. They weren't like Escape to Victory esque, but yeah. great story, great good film. Who is who is friend of the pod? Jamie, yeah, we interviewed. He, he was in he was Star a, Wars. He was a footballer as well, wasn't he? He had he trials at Brentford and, and Chelsea, Brentford. Why? Yeah. Um, oh, he's a West Ham fan, isn't he? He, he was. Did we interviewed him for the pod. Yeah, yeah. he's a West Ham yeah, fan. Though, I isn't think it? he was a fairly solid guy. Yeah, Chambers, um, Jamie Chambers. Yeah, so he's he's another yeah. one. Nice. Well, well whilst we might as well get it out there. We are actually sat with a former professional footballer yeah. who has been also in any... been oh, in a yeah. film. <laughs> Daniel Craven. Oh. Yeah. Our listeners might not know. Ooh, they know that you've been in a film Chris. because we've spoken about it. Yeah, but it's, it's might, available on all good. That, that you 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 took a wage to play football for a few years. Well, the the film is available on all good YouTube channels. They're all under hog fondling a hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to see me, a pygmy hog, a, a pig, yeah. a small pig, perfect bacon size. There. And, then, and um, it's probably worth saying that that your manager maybe more than once is now the current Aberdeen manager. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. at the age of seventy-two or three or something like that, something, whatever he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely Some no one younger levels. around who could do that job. Energy. It's quite funny. Again, he's, he's become in. he's become like a a caricature of himself. I quite like Warnock. And yeah. Li- yeah, you should listen to the podcast. I don't know if you listen to him at, on Crouchy's podcast. I have. I've seen it. Yeah, it's actually it, quite good. It. Yeah, it, it is, is quite good. It is good. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah. loads of acting football well, content there. Is there got... any women that have been footballers in, no. in Philadelphia? No, they have, they have so. been, yeah. And they're actors as well? Are they female actors? Yeah. Ah. I've only got the Pepsi adverts, which we all know, Beckham, Raul, Zurandino, everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone. And I've got, am I allowed to put a manager rather than... Yeah, He, he did course. play football. Of course. But he is a manager who I think at the moment the football's gone past him a little bit, but his name is Jose Mourinho and he is in a Stormzy video. Wow. I don't know if you've ever heard of this collab. Is he? No, I he is, yes. It's, so uh, I can't remember the name. I did Google it just to make sure I, I'm right and I am right. I couldn't tell you a single Stormzy track because I'm 45 no, years old. I've, I've heard of him. I've heard some of them in people's cars. Jose Mourinho stars in Stormzy's new music video in September 2022. I think I watched the document Louis Theroux thing with him. With yeah. Stormzy or yeah. with... Uh, Stormzy. Oh, okay. He's. I. I like him. I. I like his music. I like him. He's. He's quite fun, and <laughs> he loves his football as well. And he also got confused by some Irish newspaper with Lukaku once, which is. He, really does, he does look a lot the, like Lukaku. He does, he does look like, yeah. He wore the Damien Hurst. No, it was Banksy. But the, the, the stab vest. Oh, yeah, he did that yeah. uh, on at Glastonbury yeah. when he headlined in Glastonbury. You were you were watching Texas though. No, I was Stormzy <laughs> that night. Yeah, look at your punishment as well. But yeah, that's all I've got. So I'll just rattle off the last few. Then this is a remember wash and go. Don't why take two bottles into yeah, the yeah. shower? Yeah. There was one advert with Jimmy Bullard in it. Oh well, Ginola, but yeah, Jimmy Ginola Bullard was, was in it. I'm worth it too. And, and he comes. It's amazing because. Bullard, like he washes his hair and obviously he pricks about with it, then comes out at the end, and his hair's like massively, like you know, blow dried back. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing like loads of weird looks. Ian Wright was in a Chicken Tonight advert, specifically the Sizzle and Stir range, just before the 2006 World Cup, which hilarious and routinely Scotland did not qualify for. No. In on Scottish TV, they did adverts like for the World Cup that was coming up saying Scotland going to the World Cup, mm. and they had like a coach when somebody going on to like interview like whoever's on the coach but there was a football who played in Scotland bizarrely called Jason Scotland who is from Trinidad and Tobago and it's just him sat on a coach so they, they parodied themselves there do you remember when Delamitri did their World Cup song don't come don't home come too, soon. too soon yeah which yeah. is amazing confidence inspiring um, shout out to Dion Dublin for Homes Under the Hammer I don't know how <laughs> yeah. that ever happened yeah. and and lastly I, I looked this up because I thought that the story was that he had been in a, in a porn film but it turns out he hadn't. So, like a professional. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Not, not Dion. This, this, this guy. Everyone's favorite lunatic, Faustino Espria. Oh, oh yeah. So I thought that I'd read once that he'd been in a porn film. Turns out that the story is so he hasn't been in a film or a porn film for that matter. So the story is that they they had finished a game at Newcastle. They they're waiting on the coach for like Terry McDermott and Kevin Keegan, and whilst they're waiting because there's a TV there. Tino's got a DVD out or whatever and gone like, oh, lads, watch this. And he's put on a DVD and straight away within 30 seconds, everyone's like, this is a porn film. So he's put a porno on like the, the team bus. There's like fans and kids and everything can see him <laughs> through the windows. And they're like going, turn it off. He's like, no, 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 wait, 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 like that. And then like the bird like gets, and they're like, I mean, some guys like, Bring recollection of it is like and this bird's getting like absolutely like slammed and Tino's going like that that's my new girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was a lovely little anecdote so yeah let's should we whistle it down well, I think we've got a word from our sponsor there well yes we we, <laughs> we better just zip in thank Aya rings gummy rings from Aya get your rings ring pieces from Aya <laughs> 
That is amazing. What are you putting in the top five, though? Well, I'm I'm going to put in a film that we haven't mentioned. It's a George Best film called Cup Fever. And I remember watching it when I was a kid. It was about a group of Man United starlets wanting to break into the team and the ups and downs and George Best putting a bit of a cameo to, to that. And it's got all the classic 70 collars and flares and all the rest of it. And one of the kids, is I remember... Is that why you're dressed like that? Tonight? Yeah, yeah. And, and one, of the, one of the kids, I remember he was smoking a fag and it was like oh he ain't gonna be united if he doesn't sort of crack out of all this and Mm. yeah it was a pretty good one so i remember it from then i'm gonna put vinnie jones but from a movie that i've not said yet yet it's from uh, euro trip when he's a football hooligan yeah i think he's a man united fan on on they have to get the coach with him yes yeah yeah. (laughs) so so, and i think that was i thought that was quite a funny film for that Mm. time and and for what the americans thought of europe Mm. Uh, so yeah Vinnie well, Jones and also ha- doesn't it have um, a brother and sister getting off with each other yes well, gotta remember the yeah. important things about these movies yeah, yeah. Um, well I'm I'm going to if it's acceptable I'm going to put in a, a former professional footballer and his entire body of work that I've not yet mentioned the the legendary David Icke who, oh yeah, who played in goal for Coventry yeah. City, yeah, and and some poor teams like Hereford Town and stuff like that. So, but not only was he a former professional footballer, he his work included presenting the snooker and Alien Reptilian Legacy, <laughs> which, which he also presented because he's but just fucking lost Let's the just plot, say hating Jews, completely <laughs> lost the plot. Yeah, <laughs> until you actually watch down and listen to that, and you realise there's a lot of truth in it. But go on, carry on, Ruth. <laughs> I have got, who am I going to go with? I'm, I'm going to go with Ian Wright in the kitchen, even though I haven't seen the movie, because it's Ian Wright, man. I, he was the first. We'll go for the Chicken Tonight advert then. He was a footballer I had on the back of my shirt. And yeah, Ian Wright. And once I saw a video of him and his PE teacher. Have you seen that one? Yeah, it's amazing. Nice it's yeah. so yeah. Yeah. Even you as I'm like, I can't wear up. Every time, time I see it, it. I, every time I see it, it comes up on your feed every now and then. I just watch it every time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he takes his hat off and yeah. he's really respectful yeah, to him. It is class. He thinks he's dead, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah. goes, what? Mr. Mr. Pigeon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got oh, a funny so. name, though, the guy. Sounds like Mr. Pigeon. That's yeah. Mr. Pigeon, yeah. yeah. So Ian Wright. Yeah. Stan Collymore. Yeah, he's he's not going to make it into another top five of us, is he? So, no, he's not. Is. Not uh, with that attitude, no. he won't. Solid. Well, maybe if, if the listeners, the, the great unwashed out there, want to contribute as well, we could always shift pizza over. <laughs> well, we've got an exciting film to, to talk about, all about kitchens and foods but before we do that i've just got a um, a quick word from our sponsors min 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 cola candy have you got a splash on your min min well cola lemon splash min min is all you need to make that mouth fresh <laughs> fresh splash min min <laughs> thank you yes. there's well we've been we've been quite inundated with toblerones and and gummies we had Obviously, our sponsors. Uh, not, these are not yuppie. just any gummies, though. These have come no, a no. long way. These My are... Thai gummies. These Chris come... has supplied us with a smorgasbord. He smuggled them in from Asia. Yeah, from Mister D. This from from Special D. From Big D. I mean, these these have yeah. got the kind of yeah, ingredients that they just don't allow in Europe anymore. These are all made in a lab. Yeah, there's nothing natural going on here. Absolutely nothing. I'm looking at. Something that resembles a chocolate sushi flat piece of... It's a platter. 
It's a platter. They've got little faces on, which is disconcerting. I don't think I'd want to eat one of those. No, they all look smiley yeah, and, and, all happy. and happy. Apart from the octopus that looks like he's going to be offended if you eat it. Yeah, no, that, yeah. Octopus. That Ooh. And um, not only that, but we've got savoury. We've got some cheese. We've back a on cheese the menu board up there as well. Three different a, types of cheddar. We sure do. And it's being paired with... A massive jar of original Branston pickle, which I could just eat that by itself. I'm quite which, excited for that, Which actually, actually links just fabulously. segue so nicely into, into this, this week's. Which is, now yes. I had heard of this because it's co-directed by Daniel Kalua. And I'd heard of this because Ian Wright was on the overlap and he mentioned this. Is this where you picked it up from? That's Keith? exactly where I picked it up from, Dan. I just thought, because they were talking about Ian Wright had, and, and he was saying... He, he didn't want to go down the Vinnie Jones route and become an actor and everything, but it sounded like it was more than just like a cameo and he wasn't playing Ian Wright. He was actually playing a character. And, but then I heard like Daniel Kaluuya's name attached to it. And in my head, I thought, because the first two things I saw Daniel Kaluuya in were an early episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. And also he was one of the recurring characters in Psychoville, which is fucking brilliant. And yeah. I thought, well, if they're the sort of influences yeah, yeah. that he's got, those two, I forgot their name, Reese thingy, Reese Shearsmith. Shearsmith and the other guy, Pemberton, yeah. and the the other guy who does Black Mirror, yeah. forgot his name. Charlie Brooker. Him. Yeah. Then, and he's a good, really good actor as well. So yeah. this is going to have, yeah, a lot of potential. And it's got Ian Wright in it as well. So that's how it came about. Yeah, it's set in the not-too-distant future, 2040 or something like Another that. Another kind of hard sci-fi thing going on, isn't it? Yeah. A, a reality that you can almost believe exists because it's not like silly future. Yeah, it's not too far removed from where we are now. It, yeah. it was some of the early scenes of, of getting Black Mirror vibes, you know, he's just like yeah. cleaning, brushing his teeth and swiping things off the his mirror. mirror. Yeah. You know, his emails are coming up in his mirror and things. That, that was very Black Mirror-esque. The, the kitchen refers to this... Not just one tablet, is it? It's kind of like an estate. Yeah. I think it's the last one of its kind left. And from the messages that get broadcast, sounded like they were being told they were living there illegally. Yes. They were trying yeah. to shut it all down yeah. and get them out of there. They were introduced yeah. to a whole host of characters. So it's imagine, a huge housing estate yeah. in which people have just squatted and taken yeah. a, you can imagine in this in this future world that um resources uh, as we see as we as we go around the street yeah. food is really scant there's radio messages coming over on big tannoy saying just take what you need food's going to be at the north side yeah, of the thing. Right, just yeah. take what yeah. you need and so it paints this picture of everybody getting along but um a real us and them situation yeah and you know otherwise things look fairly normal with a few exceptions that, that lets us know in the future, like um, emails on a mirror and... Yeah, I mean, it's, essentially, it's it's like social housing seems to have been, like, abolished. Yeah. And this is, like, the last bastion of a, a, a not-very-good-mad-max-type setup mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, so we're, we're introduced early on to the main character. Izzy. Izzy. Yeah. And we see him sort of, like, going about his, his daily business and in... His daily business, well, not just in the kitchen, because his his work is a he he looks to work in a modern funeral home, yeah. which is basically a plant nursery where the people are cremated and then their their remains go to form the soil or the base of of a plant, and then people come to 
to obviously look after and water and tend see that plant them, yeah. and tend to that plant. And this is a future thing, whether it be enough space. Wait, you say um, that, but my auntie snuffed it a couple of years ago and went over to her funeral and she was didn't want any religious anything like that and all that sort of stuff so it, this was this this like wooded area where they go out and it was like this sort of yeah. where there's a service they're, they're buried in the woods and it almost like you walk through the woods and it's almost like fucking shallow graves everywhere it's not but yeah it's and it's all like you know you just going to be part of the fucking i, I can see this being uh, you know a, it felt a thing. like this was if just like a few already, years further down the yeah, line yeah, if it's not already yeah. this will be yeah. a so, so the, the, yeah. the, what i was getting from this is that it's it's for people who can't necessarily like afford a, a yeah. proper burial yeah and therefore an alternative is to you know have the as, as you say the ashes or, or whatever like like formed into the you know the soil of of a plant or a tree that is tended to in the early days at this 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 funeral parlor but then eventually can then be taken away and planted somewhere that's it like a memorial i get together and see them for a couple of years and then the thing is just taken out they're they're taken away and you get the sense that izzy is he's a salesman and he doesn't quite believe everything he's he's selling but he wouldn't let that on to the people that he's we see him do it, don't we? He, he, yeah, gives, he, he gives some like heart-to-heart spiel about, oh, wouldn't it happen to me and blah, blah. And as soon as they walk off, he's just like, oh, yeah, I gave them that that pitch. Of, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the, yeah, the I'm Nigerian a, funeral I'm going to get a, yeah. a bit more commission. Well, so they're clearly on commissions for upsells of yeah. various services. And, and, and so you, on, yeah. you, you also kind of get the sense, well, why is he doing this? He doesn't seem to be a complete arsehole, but he just realises, well, life's tough. My situation's tough. I need to get myself out of the kitchen, which is yeah. this well, house. you see the state. email coming in with the pura vida or whatever it's called yeah. the housing situation and you see the email he's like do you want to follow it up now to pay the deposit now and he just presses late yeah he's so he's he's on the waiting list for give, better give accommodation he's trying to better himself get out the kitchen and and go and live in where i guess most other people are living in in sort of like you know relatively you, better standards you, and so on you get the sense um through conversations that the kitchen is soon going to be found out the police are raiding it more and more often yeah they've been always doing that and one of his mates says no they're not going to do it he goes believe me they're yeah. coming and they're not going to get away so he feels that the clock is ticking and he yeah. wants to get a this deposit enough together so he can move into proper accommodation where he's not going to be what, what you've also got in the out. kitchen and you've seen like early on in in the pieces there's some kind of like vigilantes yeah. who they're on the they've got motorbikes which didn't seem that futuristic for no. um for whatever that is 17 years into the future or but anyway what they do is they hijack some transport vehicles that food. have got food and produce and everything like that and and it kind of like makes the point of look mate we don't want to be doing this but we have to they're wearing masks they got bike helmets on and things so they basically hijack these vans bring them back to the kitchen and then open the back and it's kind of robin hood type stuff Absolutely. where they're like flinging yeah. out like you know food and various and, other things and over to, the top to help of feed this, the community this this tannoy you 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 hear lord kitchener which is righty right, and yeah. he's the one that is giving the motivational speech over the 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 tannoy to look food is in the quarter can't you know just take what you need don't yeah. go there if you don't need anything look we're all in this together they can't beat we yeah. And he goes through this as these raids come in. So we just get our first sense of what that looks like. And it's the police, heavy 
handed everybody's banging pots and pans and things to as to raise the alarm yeah. but anybody who's not already inside is scattering inside yeah, um, because the police tough with it and they're yeah. clearing the streets they've got these drones that are just hovering around the whole estate the whole time sort of you know filming what's going on in the kitchen they're obviously now zeroing and this is the last bastion as i said and there's like trying to zero in it and and fully you know evacuate the, the the people that are in there and you don't really know what what happens to them they get kind of carted off yeah. in vehicles and so on they are yeah. uh, whacked pretty heavily but by but this time off. we we've talked uh, a fair bit and we haven't really met benji yet who's this young boy whose mum has just died and izzy has gone down to the funeral he's just kind of he doesn't need to be there well, he's but, seen the name yeah he's he seen the, the name, name so and he's just hanging back and benji sees this kind of stranger at his mum's funeral and there's not many people there just him and one other woman who's to do with the the funeral um outfit yeah. so he waits outside and and kind of confronts him and says you what you why did you go to my mum's funeral did you know my mum and they they start to begin this kind of tricky relationship where Izzy wants nothing to do with him but he's curious enough and, and wants something to do with him it's not obvious and, well, and starts, Benji's just a, a lost little boy he really. starts knocking about with um the wrong crowd the, those vigilante gangs well, well he, sorry outside the funeral parlor what he does, Izzy drives off and then obviously has an attack of conscience and yeah. I've just left this kid has got no one he's lost his yeah. mum and then he he turns around on his bike, goes and picks him up. And says, All right, you can, you can come for it. Because he admires his motorbike and he's like, yeah. oh, could I have a go and everything. So sticks him on the bike and takes him back to the kitchen to yeah, show him around. Not without sort of saying, look, kid, yeah. I, I don't, I, you, I don't yeah. mean to be, you know, mean, but fuck off. Like, I yeah. know you've just lost your mum and that, but fuck off. I don't yeah, need yeah, this. Yeah. And as you say, has is, goes off, but then 30 seconds later comes back and goes, Go on and jump on. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a break and everything. And, and then, like side says, he he went back at the kitchen. Is he has to go off and do something? He leaves Benji to to his own devices, and and he immediately gets himself in with like the vigilante yeah. crew, um, and 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 they're welcoming him because it's you know it's an extra pair of hands that can help mm. with what they've got going on. They need as many people who are like fit and capable that can help them with their raids and so yeah, on. Yeah, prepared so. to maybe get a bit violent. Yeah, so they, they, they put him to. up for the they put him up for the night. And, and he's young, he's by himself, he's impressionable. They're gonna be able to mould him into whatever it is and that he, they And he's also got something that he doesn't back down at one point. Yeah. They, they try and take his bike and yeah. he, he goes, No, nah, you're not Well, well straight away that. the next morning they go up on one of the roofs and one of their pastimes is is catapulting rocks at the drones that are hanging about around. All the rocks that they don't hit or where they go down they're gonna hit yeah, somebody they're gonna aren't hit they they're gonna yeah, hurt they, yeah they, are but little, they don't but care a little bit devil may care like that Dad. yeah but um benji nails one of the the drones and so that gets him uh, a lot of high fives kudos. and a bit of kudos with the with the crowd so, yeah yeah izzy however finds out that he's been knocking about with these guys and knows that you know whilst they're ultimately they're doing a good thing their methods and their means are, they're bad are gonna, yeah they're, they're literally like hijacking vehicles using force and it's going to end up and and because they're a little bit like you know reckless with it he's like people are going to get killed you don't want to be around when that happens or when it goes when it we've goes all sour. been in gangs like that of you course know we, yeah. we grew up on the streets down we know what yeah. it's like yeah yeah you ran with the crips for a little while didn't you yeah man yeah 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 <laughs> 
you know, we've all got that side about us. But Izzy wants to continue with his dream of getting a, an apartment together. He's scraping the money. He's bullshitting people he's at work. He he's eventually gets yeah. the email come through and says, your apartment's ready. Yeah. Around this time, though, there's been another couple of raids. There's been a, a little more soul searching and, and understanding of just what is the relationship between Benji and Izzy, who is now living with his apartment. There's a girl that comes onto the scene as well. But a, a big part is where this raid takes down Lord Kitchener and his tannoy, you can hear the police officers <laughs> come yeah, and take you, him you away. And I tell you what, up, so in, you, up until this point, you see, right you, see you don't Why see not? In the first well, half he, of the is film, he any good? He's, he's completely he's by himself decent. in every scene because he's just a guy in his in own it, flat. Yeah. Um, but he's radio. the inspirational figure. Exactly, yeah. He's like his name's Lord right, Kitchener, right, right. and he says it's like seven o'clock every morning. He's like, Wake up, everybody, you're with the Lord. And, and then he goes and he does a bit of spiel, reminds him of like he's trying to keep order, he's trying to keep that kind of community spirit kind of going on, and then he'll play like African music and reggae and various different like. In, is he know, good in it? I think he's I, excellent. In it. I, think I think he's really. I think he's good. the best thing in it. I think he is. He's he's excellent in it. What yeah. Chris yeah, said. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, Ian, right, right, right. Yeah. What what happened before Kitchener uh, buys it and, and everything is 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 he goes to the new to, to like the reception of the the yeah. new compound where his his new better flat is going to be. And he starts inquiring about the ability to, of how, you know, how much longer and how much would it be to to add it up to double occupancy. So yeah. you can see he's at first he was standoffish with Benji, but he wants to. He's got this kind of protective side that that wants to look after him. So he starts inquiring about that, and then the scene cuts. So you don't know what his decision is, no. like whether or not he, because they say, well, look, you have to right if you want to go on the waiting list for the two double occupancy, you have to give up your single occupancy right now, and then it cuts. What you then quickly find out is that he's just taken the single occupancy and he's left the he's left the kitchen and left Benji behind. But then this this scene where you know it happens where there's another raid and Kitchener gets not only you know evacuated but obviously like killed as part of the, like the brutality of it. And you hear the, the 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 scene unfold through the microphone. And there's a bit where there's like you know right he's like shouting ah and all of that and then it's left on and then one of the the police just goes like oh wait so this microphone's still on and then it cuts off um, and then it goes to the scene at the funeral parlor where izzy just sees it, it even says over the tannoy oh in bay thir there's like too many people in bay 13 or whatever six six whatever well, we go and he walks down to it to see what's going on why there's so many people because every, everyone's you know everyone's fairly modest like yeah. you know that in in their funerals and stuff like that and there's like tons and tons of people hundreds let's say in there and there's like singing and real grief and mourning going on and you see lord kitchener like you know lying in the casket looking dapper yeah although you see him upside down but yeah he's looking dapper and is he like real it's, it's almost like a an awakening for him it's yeah. like the straw that breaks the camel's back it's like you know this is the figurehead of that community just being killed now this this boy is you like leave a lamb on his slaughter. own yeah uh, he so, knows yeah. he's only got like one path out away from himself. It's it's going to fall back into this this crew of hoodlums. Really, there's there's a, a love interest for young Benji, where one of the gang members, the one of the girls who's related in in with Ruby. that crowd, Ruby, is escaping from the the police in one of the raids, and he just manages to open the door rather 
riskly because the police would just barge in there and start ripping everybody out. You see him doing that in different uh, uh, areas. So he manages to save her, but they're, they're young and they're just kind of, mm. you know, I was thinking then, oh, I see where this is going. You know, Izzy's going to die and those two are going to take this really nice flat together that he's set up, but it's not the way that it went at all, actually. Mm. So I knew nothing. Yeah, so, well, anyway, Izzy goes back and it's the middle of a raid. They manage to, to kind of like, he gets Benji, gets him back in his in, in his apartment and then they have this heart-to-heart and Benji effectively, well, he just turns around and asks him flat out, like, are you, are you my dad? And, and Izzy just kind of, he doesn't say anything, but he just sort of like nods. Um, and then he says to him like, you know, but, you know, what do you want me to be? Uh, kind of like he's not sure how he wants to no. you know they, they they deal with the fact that he was never it was like a one night stand doesn't love it like was never in love with his mom he, he didn't sort of like abandon them because that was never anything that he signed up to in the first place there doesn't seem to be any ill feeling and i think benji was saying that his mum said look like she's she said like oh your father like didn't love me but maybe one day he might love you and that and he this is where he works and so if i'm not around maybe go looking for him or something and so that that's how they come together he says let's to see how it goes yeah that's and, right, and they yeah. kind of like they have they have this moment and then the raid is still going on and then you just start hearing banging at the door to the point where you assume the door gets like broken open and cut to black and that is the yeah. end of the film yeah i, I didn't assume that they were gonna get i thought that door would would have held firm but it was yeah just the end of the the movie there is it fades to black and it leaves you wondering what kind of relationship izzy and benji are gonna forge going violent forward a, a violent one yeah i, would, well, I, I, would I took it no. as as they they not reconcile because they'd never really sort of like fallen out in the first place yeah. but they'd like come mm. together they dealt with who they were to each other and at that point, the sort of like it was a tragic ending that the doors were going to burst open and the police were going to come in and and take them away and do whatever it is that they do with the people that they take away if they're not killing them, like Lord Kitchener. For, for me, I think Chris is right. I think Wrighty was the best bit of this movie. Actually, I really, I really generally enjoyed his performance. I thought he was he really brought something to the film. And the first half of the film, where you get these the Tannoy spot, you know speaking um truth to the masses down there and trying to encourage them and 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 bring the community together and playing some music and things and you got whitey um going over i thought it was such a, a really you know clever way to get him into the film but also bring a bit of spirit he plays and a sort of like a, a, a more slightly more fictional version of himself really doesn't he where he's like like larger than life kind of He's just bringing that right charisma, kind of charismatic. Yeah, yeah exactly like, uh, right. Yeah, like he he is he is excellent. In it. I mean, I don't. I haven't got a problem with the performance of like Izzy, for example. No, no. I think like you know that's a solid performance. I do, uh, you know quite. A, I think quite a lot of the other guys in it are, are like rappers or street artists or whatever that aren't actors as mm. such. So that there is. It doesn't sort of like flow particularly well it's, in some of the it, other scenes or it's whatever. It's not hugely dialogue heavy. There's a lot of scenes where people will just have, you know, the camera on them and and just through Izzy's acting ability, you, you can understand he's thinking, he's, he's you know, he's obviously c- conflicted in which way he's going to go. But that did slow the pace of the film down quite a, a bit for me in certain yeah. areas where I just thought... No, he's nothing. He's not moving fast enough here for me. So, but. so what? I, what I thought was exactly that. That it felt to me like a doesn't quite hit the mark and should have been. It could have been punchier and shorter, and it would have been almost like an episode of Black Mirror. It could have been like an episode. It looked like of, it, something off Channel Four. 
to me. Right. The, the visuals of it just I reminded me. I thought visually it was quite good. The I don't mean that in a bad film. way, but it did have the feel of like TV budget. Mm. Not that yeah. it's a bad thing, but it looked small yeah. screen. I, I, I was well, underwhelmed. It's his debut, right? As yeah. a director. What's what's that? What's in the camera? It's okay. I mean, it's nothing. I wouldn't say you know you you you, you go oh, like what a unique style or anything like that. Mm. It's there's nothing. I don't know. The, the the film is like not successful for me in generating any drama about the relationship. It's very obvious to me that straight away when they meet that that's his dad. Yeah. I mean, it was like like pretty much almost explicit, and so that that sort of element of it. There's no like oh when when there's surprise, you know, that mm. he admits that he's his dad. You're like well yeah, obviously, and so you just really all you're given is like a couple of scenes where they do stuff together, a few raids. That's really it. And it's it's kind of you know it's trying to make this point about the haves and the have-nots, but I just don't think it's done in a particularly like new or you know interesting way necessarily. It looks quite good. I mean, it is you know well made. It does look good. Yeah, some really nice choices. But I, well, I wasn't shot. thrilled. You know, I wasn't watching it going, oh, that's fucking brilliant. It was just like mm-hmm. performance right. is a decent. Yeah, um, well, it wasn't edge. Just a bit so so. Yeah, it wasn't the edge, and I think that was more to do with the pacing. There was, you know, as I say, a lot of just shots on one guy on the. So he's you only just trying to find out what he's thinking through his acting, and yeah. you know, is he confused which way he's going to go? There wasn't a lot of conversation in in which to you could hear his his thinking mm. or for or it see his being arc. called the kitchen. You don't. I would have liked to have, like drill down more into that and learn more about the community and more about the place because you really don't see anything much of it not a lot of um, other thing. than um right in his pirate radio it, but but it yeah. feels like there was more to it like there could you know there there yeah. was layers to it there should have there should really have been more world into. building like you said we don't know what happens to anyone when they get captured do they go into like some forced work thing or like i don't know what it is yeah, um so it was just felt a little bit wishy-washy yeah. which was a shame but there was definite potential there you know to to see more, as you say, more about this world, more about these these characters, the idea itself. I, I wasn't sure what it was, you know, where it was going to be Soylent Green kind of thing around the, yeah. the the plants. It didn't really go too much into that. Yeah. So there was a lot of good ideas that it didn't really, for me, go into, it could have gone into a little more depth yeah. and maybe pulled apart those stories to make it a little more pacey and and edgy your seat stuff but you you said the same chris you said the same the side that you thought the best thing was was right yeah by far he was he was the best part the only thing i didn't really understand was why they would call him that name i think the name was terrible they could have well do you know do you know who lord kitchener is no there's the famous poster the war poster of your country needs you it's a big this sort of oh, white guy. Right. So, oh, so they've just they've, they've American taken they've they, or yes, a play yeah. on right, words. Is that they've, who, they've right, sort okay. of taken that name right, and, okay, and okay, that reappropriate. Sense. Otherwise, I, I just thought well, well, they could have called him John, and it would have been a lot better than <laughs> <Lord> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John's the John Kitchener. You know, this is the Lord speaking. This is, I was a bit like, what the fuck is he talking about? But the music, the choice of music was great. The dialogues were very poor, and not only that, it was, and it's it it feels like. They've basically because I watched Top Boy, not all of it, but I've watched yeah. most of it. It feels like they it's the same actors, Kano or Kane, whatever his yeah, name yeah. is. Uh, the the other guy, the motorbike guy. There's a few of them that are exactly the same actors. It feels like they moved Top Boy into and, the future, yeah, and, it. and they've kind of and they speak the same. They do the thing with the teeth. They do that and and all that stuff is. 
I don't know. It was it, again. Yeah, the slang is it's the future, but it's now it's today's slang. Yeah, like right was by far the best thing, especially because yeah. he's a DJ. He's cool. He's got the I've got the gold tooth. I've got this. Be yeah. like me. Be happy. All that. Uh, other than that, and again, it was way too long. Mm-hmm. So what have we got? We've got didn't love it. Didn't love it. Didn't love it. Didn't love it. Didn't see it. Strong recommend. Strong, strong, strong exactly. recommend. Total stand. Strong recommend. <laughs> Now, Pete, you've given us an absolute treat again this week with their kids' choice. You say that. My initial reaction when you said it was to groan and be like, oh, God, this fucking pink So until I saw it. Because, obviously, at the time when Blobby came out, that's how I felt about Mr. Blobby. Did you not even like it back then? I know. Oh, oh and man. You, you didn't, it was oh. quite annoying. No, then. just twat. But yeah. looking at it now, I realise what genius it is. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking absolute genius. So, like, I remember, I distinctly remember this because, like, a few of you know my old man, like, miserable fucking prick, right? I've, I've barely seen him, like, chuckle, let alone, like, barely laugh. I can remember this one and the Will Carling one, my old man literally on the floor, like bent double, like howling with laughter at how hilariously funny he thought this was at the time. Yeah, because so this was Noel's house party? I think it was Noel's house party. A segment yeah. of that. So it was the Gotcha Award, wasn't it, normally? Yeah. So yeah. it was. So what it was, it was kind of like a precursor to almost like Ali G and other, you know, where he goes as an undercover character, but very, very different in terms of like slap, more slapstick and Better. so on. But yeah. it's like getting real people, so real celebrities, and there was a whole host of them, and it was this fake kids TV Yeah, who's purported show. to be an established kids uh, entertainment lobby. thing. It's sort of believable, but when you see him, like, he, yeah, so there's exactly. Everybody's going to, but there's something. But even looking at him makes me laugh. Like those the yeah. manic eyes that are like wobbling in his head, <laughs> and the fact that he says, <laughs> and the fact that he does yeah, that. and everything is just it can various, only say blobby. Various iterations of the word blobby. So it's kind of like except his, but... when he got corpses because he did it a little bit in in the Garth in the Garth Crooks. He's well, like, a little bit clumsy as well. He it's it's total slapstick, which is normally not my like favoured style yeah. of like comedy or whatever. But because Blob Mr. Blobby is so preposterous mm. as a character, and these people think because what it does is is like a lot of other uh, other stuff is is it's putting these people into situations where they feel like they have to be professional, they have to be polished, they have to come across as holding it together in the face of everything that's and going they're, on. they're totally not TV people, so yeah. they, they're not sure where to stand, yeah. they're not sure how to perform and act, and they're, they're out of and their comfort zone. They don't have agents that are making the media savvy before and also, they go on. It's just yeah. a guy in a tracksuit stuck in a studio. So, it, But it's a man in a costume, so you could believe that. Well, it's Noel Edmonds Yeah, he would be clumsy. No, but, no, but, as, so like, like Garth Crooks Day, when he yeah. falls over the first time, you could well believe that, oh shit, like it's an accident, he's falling yeah. over because he can't fucking see. Yeah. But then it just happens well, it, again. It, it, well, again. you don't see the 45 minutes of takes around yeah. it where he's being normal yeah. and where he maybe just, you know, it's <laughs> they, they, they get the producer, but the, good, the funny thing is, like, so the first time he falls over and breaks the goal <laughs> and <laughs> he's rolling around in it and stuff. 
but like Noel Edmonds is, is obviously like because there's some bleeps in it so he's obviously yeah. swearing, he's going oh fuck or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. but he's doing it in his ridiculous blobby voice well it's got the blobby <laughs> voice box, box thing. Yeah, yeah. thing yeah it's like Stephen Hawking's but but, but th- this one like because some uh, the reactions of, of the, the pe- I mean blobby falling over and wrecking just trashing everything <laughs> but they get the producers you can hear them going oh we need to set, we're, we're running over now they're, they're <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. Like, ticked off they're like so speaking it's more to believable. the actor yeah. inside blobby going like oh look Dave look we, we've you know we've got we've got to wrap up by three here mate like you've got to be more careful with this set <laughs> at, at one minute he's counting his, you go blobby, blobby one blobby 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 <laughs> and he keeps doing it how many players in, in a football and, team and, and, he's, and like, golf, he's only got four fingers on each end as well <laughs> Garth Garth Crooks is just kind of looking That's at right, him blobby, waiting and waiting but the producer says did he you're going to have to jump in here Garth <laughs> yes. like you know yeah well he's up to about 15 <laughs> yeah it's amazing and he asks him to kick and he just runs around the ball and <laughs> burst like, uh, yeah that's it he burst the ball can we watch it again yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well, think it was part but of what's Garth good Crooks about it is reaction is, is brilliant yeah. because he just pisses himself all yeah. the way through yeah some other people like got re- like get really fucking. They go. Well, this all, like, one is not very mean spirited, right? Because the joke is all on Blobby. In yes, this one. He's yeah, going yeah, yeah. around being a dick, and Garth Crooks just gets to laugh at it all. Yeah, but, but he there, has but been involved in a punch up and also. I think so. Yeah, but there's, there's others that whatever it is that they do, like it's their art. There's like ballet ones and all mm. sorts of stuff where they. I think they get really upset because, you know, their, their art is their kind of like... Parky, Parky didn't like him. Right, loads of people did. Will Carling was was one where he's like, it gets caught on the microphone. He's going like, you're a fucking idiot, man. And stuff like that. He's like... <laughs> well, that's how with... I felt at the time, though. Yeah. When yeah. I was a kid watching this, I was like... It's oh, amazing. Man, and then obviously you get the big reveal where his like, head comes back and it's Noel Edmonds in there. Who like... I, f- I always feel like I didn't like him, but like mm. if, if he's... I'm not saying he came up with it. In but any way responsible, him, though. He threw yeah. himself into that. And like, Mr. Well, Bobby, it was good at the beginning, right? Because it could be, because it was unknown, they could film like 10 or 15 yeah. of them and get away with it. But, you know, people didn't know who he was or whatever. But then it yeah, just once became the cats out the bag, a it, fucking big pink prick yeah. like releasing a Christmas song or whatever. And you're like, uh, no, it became a bit oversaturated yes, with, with Blobby. But uh, famous tax dodger, Gary Barlow like genuinely hated him because he kept like Blobby's Christmas number one kept take that off the Christmas number one spot That's and he held a grudge about it for fucking years and years which is beaten, great beaten yeah. by yeah Blobby Blob, Robson like, have you yeah. seen that, that that's been shared Breachy shared that on our Discord channel so if you want to what's that the Blobby the, she put the YouTube of this oh, the song on of the of the song oh nice it's nice. got the clip of Garth Crooks in it yeah you, you can like double down on what she does well I think though part part of my favourite sequence of what we watched was a group of footballers um, oh, sort of heads. reminiscing as if Mr Blobby was a professional footballer <laughs> putting him alongside um, other appropriately named well it's a segment that's introduced by Blob but- Wilson <laughs> <laughs> got blob wilson and he goes yeah. So, yeah everyone's talking about the new phenomenon mr blobby or blozer as he's blozer, known. i yeah. thought blozer was like a blowjob but yes yeah, and then they put him up blozer or gaz who's your favorite uh, but it, the, he introduces his him alongside contemporaries such as blobby charlton yeah blobby uh, styles blobby styles yeah and it's this has got me thinking all day how many have you got then we oh had, we, we did we had Lob- blobby robson um yeah managing blobby blobberto blobberto baggio yeah <laughs> <laughs> i and blobbin al how blobson canoe <laughs> oh i like that yeah that's good yeah it's good yeah 
Uh, what did you make of this, Chris? Was this your first foray into the world of Mr. Blobby? I didn't see it. Oh, oh, we'll have to wow. watch it straight. We will have to watch it. Okay. Getting involved. My absolute favourite moment of TV of all time, because it, <laughs> it, it went away for a while and then he was repurposed by Harry Hill in mm. TV Bird. Oh, yeah. And he would take segments from what had been on telly that week and reenacted it with looky likes but then it, so have mr blobby appear so there was an eastenders reveal where one of the characters was pregnant and had a baby and there was like the, the, was the identity of the father had been kept secret and so obviously it happened in the eastenders normally like the door opened but he didn't see who was behind the door and she's in bed and she goes it's you and i hold the baby up and, and then in in, in uh, tv Bert world it just reveals blobby and he goes blob <laughs> <laughs> fucking 10 out of 10 the best thing that's ever been on telly it's amazing so, so there you have it, it i mean this amazing. is one of the we, we know a guy who's got a mr blobby tattoo we do, yeah. which is class well this is one of the few things we've revisited and it has gone down an absolute storm do you want to hear what gary Stronger. barlow actually said yeah go on laurent blobert yeah, <laughs> there's very glass. few things yeah. I hate, but that blobby, I hate him. He's ridiculous. Kids don't like him. He scares people. He's horrible. I hate him, and he robbed us. He robbed us. There we go. Well done. That is amazing. I love him. Well done, yeah. Bloberto. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blobert Perez. Yeah, good. Bloberto Solano. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's more tenuous. Um, yeah, ten out of ten. Strong, strong recommend. recommend. Let's talk about blobby some more. Blobby, blobby. Right. Well, send in your Bobby, your Blobbies and your Bobbies and um, Blob Monkhouse, all of that. Or any of those will do. It's been a strong episode, I think. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Brought to us by... Yeah. Brought well, to you by... Well, a final word from our sponsors <laughs> on butter chocolate. That's lot black butter chocolate. You can get it with the little bear. He'll wink at you just like you love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get paid for saying it, yeah. you know. Yeah, it. true. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Some sort of nominations from someone for next week. Sounds... I can, it will probably, I'll be the same, I reckon, next week as yeah. well. Yeah, too cool. Right. Yeah, pretty, too, pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds... We'll, well, we'll cool. figure it out. All right. Struggle to beat Blobby content, though. Yeah. yeah. It's downhill all the way, isn't it? All that remains is to say Blobby signing out. Yeah, Blobby, Blobby. Blobby's gone. Blobby, Blobby. <laughs> Dan's Blob. Blobby, <laughs> Blobby.